Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Library Love Fest podcast. This is Lainey, and I'm joined by... Virginia. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Happy to be here. Um, So we are very excited because we have another Library Reads episode for you. We're on a hot streak, if we do say so ourselves. We're very excited to come back with three books this month to tell you about. But before we do, uh, Virginia, do you want to tell the listeners who may not know about Library Reads or give them a little refresher on what it is? Happy to do that, Lainey. So for the three people out there who don't know about Library Reads, it is a nationwide library staff's pick list for adult fiction and nonfiction. So every month, librarians across the country vote for their favorite books that are about to come out. And uh, they have to vote for it. Uh, they have to cast their votes the first day of the month prior to the book's publication. So we always get super giddy about this when we get the email that says that we have um, books on the list. I mean, if we have one book on the list, we're thrilled since there are only 10, but um, you know, it's, it's a big deal because only they only list 10 books. And so whenever we get a title on this list, even one title, we are thrilled. So you can imagine our giddiness when we find out that we have more than one, which we have this month. Um, And then there's the uh, Hall of Fame list. So if an author makes the list twice, they are no longer eligible to make the top 10 list, but they are forever eligible to make the Hall of Fame list, which I think is a really cool thing, you know, because it keeps the the list fresh. Otherwise, you're just going to keep seeing, you know, the same, you could potentially see the same juggernaut authors and you know, you want to give everybody a shot. So I think that's a very cool position that Library Reads took. So anyway, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, very good point. Got to keep it fresh. Um, and we only have 10 books a, a month, and we have two of them this month. So very excited to announce that Babel by R.F. Guang and The Couple at Number Nine by Claire Douglas have both made the August Library Reads list. Woo-hoo! Oh my goodness. So much love for these two books. We just got back from ALA and there people were constantly asking about these two books. We're asking about a lot of books, but these were particularly of interest to many. So really excited to see these on the list. Yeah. Yeah. And Babel, we had so many people stopping by to ask and Previously, the library read selection, she made it for The Burning God in November of 2020. So this is her second placement. And know what that means. Next time, it will be eligible for the Hall of Fame. So keep that in mind. There should be like a Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame theme song. <laughs> um, how do you think it would go? 
But that's how I think everything should go. Like if I wake <laughs> up in the morning, I think that's a good song to sing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We will submit that to Library Reads. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very exciting and um everyone is a big fan and we are so excited that both of these books Babel and the couple at number nine have made the list then additionally speaking of hall of fame we have a multi hall of famer this is the second hall of fame placement for Elona Andrews for Ruby Fever yes Woo, very cool very cool Yes. Previously, Alone Andrews, which is a husband-wife du writing duo, they got in the Hall of Fame for Emerald Blaze in August 2020. And then before that, Sapphire Flames, August 2019, and White Hot, May 2017. Yeah, they're an amazing writing team. Um, and their fans are, oh, I don't want to say rabid, but they're rabid. Yeah. <laughs> the covers are always really cool. Yeah. So this is the, the treat portion of the podcast because we have some audio clips from our authors and uh, RF Kwong or Rebecca. Uh, um, Rebecca sends so many thanks. So excited to be on this list. And I have to tell you, she and her editor did an amazing podcast interview that went up last week for Babel. And I, I thought it was really cool. She was asking David Pomerica, who is her editor, that she was asking David questions about her journey and what what he thought and I thought it was a really cool interview so if you want to dive deep into that book Babel go listen to that I love that interview Lainey that was so interesting and eye-opening and what a um I don't know it's just kind of a cool peek into the relationship between author and editor and they I just felt like they were two people hanging out and having a chat and we were just I don't know <laughs> standby listeners just <laughs> You know, uh, I, I I just really loved uh, their conversation and the different twists and turns that that their conversation took. And you learned a lot about um, their relationship. They go back away, and um, and you know, just the journey that that they've taken together in the writing of those books. It's a really cool interview. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was super fun. I appreciate Rebecca and. David taking the time to sit down and do that interview with us because I know our librarians are very excited, as is seen by all the people asking for Babel arcs. Yeah. So let's get into some audios. So we have an audio from Claire Douglas, the author of The Couple at Number Nine. Hi, Library Love Fest podcast. This is Claire Douglas. And I want to say that I'm so delighted and so thrilled to hear that The Couple at Number Nine is a library reads pick for the month. I can't express enough how much libraries mean to me and I grew up with my mum taking me to one every week. I was so enthralled with all those high bookshelves filled with books and I would happily sit in the children's sections for hours deciding which ones I could buy that week. I still find them to be such calm and relaxing places and to think that librarians up and down the country have picked the couple at number nine is such a lovely feeling and I'm so so grateful. The Couple at Number Nine is a special book for me, partly because I wrote it in lockdown and it was a great way to escape how scary the world was then, but also because it's about dementia. After losing three amazing family members, all women, to this disease, it is a subject that is close to my heart. The book is about a young couple, Safi and Tom, that inherit a cottage from Safi's grandmother Rose because Rose is in a nursing home with dementia. 
When Safi and Tom decide to renovate their cottage, they find the two bodies buried in the garden, dating back to when Rose lived there with her lodger Daphne. When Safi visits Rose in the care home, she has to sift through all of Rose's fragmented memories to try to get to the truth of what really happened all those years ago. Thank you so much for picking the couple at number nine and all the wonderful work of libraries and librarians. It means the world. And thank you so much for the podcast for having me on. Goodbye. Oh, my God. Oh, no. How sweet. How lovely, right? Yeah, yeah. Lovely thoughts on libraries. And, you know, we you, people who grow up in libraries, that's always just such a formative experience. And so I always like to hear the uh, the experience of growing up in libraries and staying staying there in the stacks all day. I it makes me think of when I did that too. I don't know, it's very sweet. Me too. Same. Yeah, I know. Brings you right back. I think it's so interesting when we ask authors to talk about libraries or just just in general. And they it's the same thing. It's that same theme over and over again. That they were kids, that they were that they were brought there by their parents left there the parents were with them and they just went to town and they almost always talk about when they graduate from the kids section <laughs> to the adult section that's like they're that's like you know a passage uh you know for them into uh adulthood mm -hmm. um yeah it's really neat and i think because you and i uh have that same experience from when we were kids that yeah. it just and it just resonates yeah, you're you're so right. Like the most people do say, like it was childcare. Like the parents felt so safe there. They always feel safe dropping their kid off at the library. Right, right. My mother worked as a in the library at a school, so she would bring back books for me all the time, read to us all the time. And um, whenever they did a weeding, she would bring those books home, and it was I still have them. You know, it's just. It's amazing. Encyclopedia Brown. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, the best, the best, best books. And, you know, parents that do that, I don't even know if they know what they're doing. Well, they <laughs> do now. I don't know if my mother knew back then what she was doing, but here we are in publishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting as close as we can to books and libraries. Pretty cool. Yeah. They, they, I have a feeling they knew the importance of, of getting yeah. a book in your hand. Maybe not that you would end up in publishing, but the importance yeah. of getting the book in your hand. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Shall we listen to an audio from Alona Andrews? We shall. Here we go. Hello, this is Gordon and Alona Andrews. It's an honor to once again see our work in the Library Reads Hall of Fame. When we just started dating in college, we couldn't afford to buy the books we wanted to read. Instead, we went to our local public library, the Jackson County Library in Silver, North Carolina. Without that library, we would not be the authors we are today. Thank you so much. It means a great deal to us both. Nice. Mm. Very sweet. Love. I love that the, it's about what they do together, too. They went they went to the library. And when they started dating in college. How sweet yes. is that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> these, these things, I just, I love doing this episode. It's, it's so sweet to hear what authors have to say and be able to respond to making the list yeah. you know a lot of the times like yeah i got on this roundup where i made a i got an award and it's like okay but what's your response how did you find out that i love being able to let people in on that yeah well that was your idea and it was an awesome one because you're right i mean a lot of books you know 
a lot of books do make those roundups or best of summer or best of the year and blah, 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 blah. And it can become wallpaper after a while, likely not to the authors, but to everybody else. But then to hear, especially, um, especially for libraries, because going back to what we were just talking about, I mean, this is something that's in, that's inherently in their DNA. I, I want to say, I mean, it's just part of who they are. And so it's more than just, being added to a list it's 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 so much more than that it's librarians selecting their book out of all the books that are coming out that month their book is the one that they think should be on this list so what does that mean to them what does that say to them you know oh my god these these people who who are the keepers of the flame i know that that phrase gets tossed around a lot but it's true and um and they've known librarians since they were children and now here they are selecting their book. That's got to be quite the mind blower for them. So these recordings are so heartfelt. They're not just, they don't have to do it if they don't want to, if they can't do it, but they're either writing in their thanks, recording their thanks. I mean, it's it's lovely. They all do it. And it, it says everything about the fact that they do do it. I have tingles. I have, I have chills. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Well, thank you for listening. If you're listening to the podcast and you don't get our newsletter, we send a newsletter out at exactly at 10 when this list comes out every month. So make sure you subscribe. You can go to librarylovefest.com for more information on that. And thank you for listening. Hope to see you again for the September Library Reads list and thank get you. your votes in. Get your votes in. Get your votes in. And uh, yeah. Hope, hope we'll be back to share some more good news about our, our great authors and our great books. And, oh, so much fun. All right. Well, good to hang with you all. Bye. Bye. -ya. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. See you next week.